Elements for Success is a company started by Kylie. We had the privilege of meeting Kylie back at episode 37, so we know firsthand how passionate she is around all things leadership. Now, whether you're leading yourself or others, you first must understand yourself. And she is absolutely incredibly amazing at this. Elements for Success offers infinite leadership program, 21-day lead yourself challenge, and they have exclusive consulting services. Elements for Success also offers a range of family inclusion and disability advocacy services. These guys are like experts in this field. They also don't stop there. They've actually got a venue hire place, which is located in Brisbane called The Green Room. These guys have given Your Say listeners a discount code. The discount code is Your Say. You can actually get 12 coaching sessions for the price of 10. You can join them on Instagram, Elements, number four, success, or find them on the web, Elements, number four, success.com.au. Welcome, everyone, to episode 40 of the Your Say podcast. Now, Nikki, you're in charge of today's topic. I was. And you came up with fear. I did. So we start with fear. We move on to spit roast. Oh, God, guys. <laughs> if you want to hear, se- there is sexual innuendo, the entire theme through this podcast. I do feel, though, I am a bit sexually frustrated. Yes. I've stopped masturbating. Yes. Well, that's what we're going to talk about next. Oh, God, it comes up. Strap, Strap yourselves, yourselves in, in everyone. Nikki, how are you? Oh, look, I'm great today, Vicky. How are you? I'm good. Let's go straight into housekeeping. Let's do that. Have you got your slippers on today? Well, I they've got their soles. They're slippers oh, with soles. Cute. Yeah, it's like a fluffy. It's like a look. I tell you what, I am doing. I'm see how I've been barebacking masturbating with no toy. <laughs> Let's go straight in. Sorry. Well, no, but I'm barebacking <laughs> my toes now too. What do you think about that? Um. Yeah. I I haven't put polish on my nails for ages tell you why tell me why bit of a you know bit tmi probably you, did, you didn't had... do it you didn't do it for the skin check no. <laughs> get <laughs> all dolled up from a skin check well, you fucking did <laughs> well i did a bit of a survey on that I was at the hairdressers last week oh yes and they all said that yeah they would they'd maintain they'd, they would maintain for the um for the skin doctor fair enough mm. Yeah, there you go. See, so, so I'm nail not that polish. weird after all. Nail polish. Yeah, so I had my two big toenails. Yes. They were a bit funky. Yes. And I was into Ayurveda at the time, which yeah. I am quite into Ayurveda. What's, what's Ayurveda? It's what's... Indian medicine, so it's like ancient. <laughs> it's a modality. Yeah, I've got heaps of books on it if you want oh, to borrow one. We need to anyway, do an episode on that. So I read that if you put oregano oil, you know I'm oh, I an oil I, yeah, lover. Yeah, you are an oil lover. Um, so I did that for six months and they came good. Oh, okay. So I don't like putting polish on them now. I just leave them to, well, you know. Well, I don't know how it is that housekeeping started and we're talking about toenails, but while we're here, while we're here, my toenails, both my big one and then my next one, they have damaged nail beds from when I was running. Oh, yeah, you said that. So the, the nail bed doesn't hold the nail. So they get to a certain length and then they pop off it's absolutely disgusting <laughs> it is not my sexiest so I've always polished over them but now I'm kind of like I mean seeing as I'm growing my vajut's hair might as well let you your I'm, just, I'm just so natural over here so <laughs> let's get into housekeeping you've had a bit of a cunt of a week 
I've had a right cunt of a week. I don't normally. <laughs> she's just dropped, everyone, she's just, just dropped, dropped her first C-bomb on the podcast. <laughs> episode, what are we at, 40? And she's, oh, no, are we at 40? Yeah, we're at yeah. 40. Episode 40 and she's dropped her first C-clanger. Seriously, it you has. Have, yeah. It's been one of those weeks. Oh, <laughs> yes, it was been one of those weeks that much so that yesterday I was walking around. You know, I've got a tomcat that likes to spray and let me know day. it's his house, not yeah. mine. And um, yesterday I was walking around going, where, where is it? I can smell it. Where yeah, is it? I can yeah. smell it. Then I sat down to check my phone yeah. and realised it was my Lorna Janes. He's pissed on them. He's pissed. I've washed my Lorna Janes, put them on the line, and he's just gone. Oh, so he's pissed on them outside and then you've put them yep. on. Oh, what a cunt. <sighs> Jesus. So we've got rid of the fish. Are the cats next? Well, <laughs> yesterday he was like, he was like, he was oh. still. Like, and do you know what? I didn't know. I didn't like realize where it was until you know we were halfway through the day oh god i was annoyed oh. yeah and then i was um chasing child support that's always fun oh god yeah we could do a whole episode on those companies jesus mary and joseph well i think in the last week i've had a milestone yes i'm 47 now you are yeah oh, clicked over birthday edition yeah 47 yeah and then you and i escaped at the disco we got to go and have a beer we on friday did. night that, that was feels awesome like, that feels like a month ago well, it went so quick. And even Molly said, why didn't it last very long? An hour and a half is not long enough for a little one's disco, so I this, don't feel. This is funny housekeeping. So we drop our kids off and we were early to drop off, I might add. And then the kids go, Becky and I are like, let's like sneak over and have a beer. So we went into a golf club and we got a beautiful spot above the water and we Did. downed our first pint and it was lovely. We had sundowners, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We had sundowners, a beautiful background. And then do you want another one? Yes, of course, let's have another one. So we're halfway through the other one and then I say to Becky oh hey like, you better like I'm that mum like you better tell me when we've got to go get them because I'll just keep talking and drinking and she goes no 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 I'm That's that mum I'm that mum and then I'm like oh shit anyway we look at our, our watch and we had to rush and get them they, we weren't, they weren't they weren't last but they 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 were they, they were out they were the few hangers on <laughs> at the end before the so next we the run next in sitting. and Harvey's always got this massive fear of not being picked up so <laughs> And then I had a birthday. I had two days at the dog park. I was Alice with my had boys. a birthday. Alice yeah. had a birthday. She turned one. I turned 47. Slid into that 47, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely fine. And then just been at it, working, working, working. Well, we've had a good week in podcast terms, haven't we? We've had a Oh, we've had a great, great week. week. We've got lots of great sponsors on board. Yep. This one will go live going in a few days. Gangbusters. It is going gangbusters. So much great feedback. Mm. All right, well, let's get into this week's topic. Let's go. We are talking about fear. Yeah, feel the fear and do it anyway. I know, right? So, look, I'm going to come back and start this again because I really want to go into, oh, I'm going to hit you with a question and you don't know what's coming, Ooh. Becky. Hold on. Okay, so I want to talk about fear. Okay. I just... um. By the way, guys, we have a, a pretty detailed list of all our topics mm. and we've got our guests sort of booked out two, three months in advance at the moment. Yeah. But then the ones for Becky and I, on the day, we always seem to change them. Like, don't we? Because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're like, oh, we're going to do that. And then I'm like, nah, because something always happens. And this is what I love about our podcast. So when you think of the word fear, Becky, mm -hmm. what's the first thing that comes into your mind? Oh. Like right now, what came into your mind? Is it? Do you straight away go fear of animals, emotions, scared? Like what? What happens when I say the word? I I think of anxiety. When you do you say okay. So fear. you you go more like like your own physical being. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I want to talk about fear. I'm going to start with fear of animals. 
Yeah. Is it you? You don't like birds, do you? I don't like birds, no. But I want to share a story about I have a huge fear of snakes. Okay. I have a very big fear of snakes. And I was eight months pregnant. And I, oh, actually, no, I'm probably exaggerating. I'm probably about six months pregnant, but I looked eight months pregnant. <laughs> You're welcome to the club. And I was big, guys. I put on 27 kilos. For, for those listening overseas, that's like fucking 60 pounds. It was a lot, right? Yeah. So I got home from work one day. I was still working, got out of the car, and we had a garage, but then you walked up a set of stairs and then into the front door. And it was like an open-ended area, like it was a great, you could see out. So I got out of the car, walk, 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 and then I went to step over the step. And then as I went to step, there was a black snake and it was oh. all in a coil. And it was very big, right? And yeah. we, we did live around paddocks and things. Yeah. And it was it was a um a duplex sort of system, but they're they're in the middle of nowhere. And there's this big snake. Anyway, so I've gone to step over it, screamed gone back the snake has yeah started woken up, woken up and it kind of like put its head up and then it, it didn't go towards me it scooted off so I'm holding my stomach right yeah like I was big and I run to the neighbor's house because I was there's no way I was going in the front door so I went to the neighbor's house and I'm bang 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 anyway he comes in and he goes oh my god I'll call an ambulance I'll call an ambulance so he thinks <laughs> I'm in labor in right so he totally totally thinks that I'm in labor and I'm like no there's a snake in my house and it's like <laughs> Anyway, so we go back to the house and by the time we get back there, we see it, um, it's it's just, just it's there in the garage and then it ends up going sort of under the house where all the hot oh. water service and stuff is, so it goes in there. So he's like, okay, well, you know, like it's gone now and I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> it's I'm under not, my house. I'm not fucking going in the house. So I was <laughs> beside myself. So when I think of the word fear, that's what always jumps into my head. Is what I, snake I was, was it? Did you know? I don't know. It was a black snake. So then I ended up calling my then husband and was like, snake in the house, not going in. He was on his way to the football to entertain people for work. Yeah. Oh, I've got to entertain people. I'm like, well, what do I do? He goes, well, you just need to go inside. I'm like, I'm not going inside. <laughs> what, what do I do? And he's like, well, I can't deal with this right now. Like this is not, you know. Thanks for that. So I ended up getting in the house eventually and went and stayed at a friend's house that night. Got the snake man. Snake man came. Yeah. Couldn't find it. Never oh, found it. Never found never it. Never found it. I've got a snake story while oh, I'm in fear of snakes. Yeah, so. So, do, you, know, do you have a fear of them? I. It's funny actually. No, I'm quite fascinated by them. But oh, are you? Yeah, but I dream about them. Yeah. I've told you oh, this. I'll, I'll, I'll call that the up. Dream expert. Yeah. So my latest dream about snake was just last week and a woman threw, threw it out of a window anyway. Oh, okay. Oh, anyway. Keep, tell us the story. So, you know, after my divorce, I had my Julie Andrews moment, moved out to the States, yes, moved, you, <laughs> moved out to Canungra, moved out to, to a Queenslander, my yep. little chocolate box house. How long house. were you in that house, by the way? A year. Oh, okay. Did you like any parts of it? Mm. It's, a, it's a hard no. Yeah. <laughs> no. So anyway, I'm an animal lover and you get loads of animals out there. Yep. And one morning we were getting ready for school and I had um, little Angus here, who's a mini foxy dog and um the cats and the dog had brought in a snake oh fuck and it was just like it was a baby one yeah right and it was wriggling around and because i'm such an animal lover i'm so english as well like do you have snakes in england i was a dickhead only like grass snakes but oh. i was a dickhead right so i was like we need to rescue the snake yeah. so i get a box and i put it over it and Lola's downstairs because they're funny set up queenslanders yeah anyway long story short bella picks it up <laughs> oh shit it, it it bit her what she dropped it 
Then she picked it up again. Oh, fuck. And it had another go. And I didn't how know this big was at the it? Time. How big are we talking? Like- oh, no, only like a foot long and it was quite thin, but it was black ah. looking. Anyway, I know that sometimes when they strike first, they don't. They get the venom in. They don't do it the how first time, Bella? but the second time. She's only in like grade one or something. Oh, shit, that's how She's an that. animal lover as well. So anyway, <laughs> on, the, on the way to school, I phoned the GP's place. Oh, yep. And I go, oh, she's just been nipped by a snake. Do I need to get her a tetanus? A tetanus? Yeah. And they were like, what the fuck? No, you need to go to hospital. Yeah, a tetanus doesn't fix venom, you crack up. Yeah, so anyway, I was like, so I took the others to school and then I casually rock up to Rabina Hospital and I'm like, she's been bitten by a snake. And that was it. They were, She was in and they put her on a drip and yeah. Oh, wow. And obviously it wasn't venomous. They they didn't know. They treat all snakes the same. The same I did have a picture of it. Right. But it was awful because everyone was like, what did you do with the snake? And I was like, I rescued it. Oh, you did not. Well, yeah, I, I, we oh, did. Babe. Anyway, oh, so you put it back outside. Yeah, it yeah. lived to it lived to bite another kid. So, yeah, so I'm not oh, that scared of God. them. God, okay, not scared enough, probably. All right, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna bore you with animal stories again, guys. So <laughs> keep... it wasn't a boring no, I'm story. Not saying, no, 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 I'm not saying it's a boring story. But I could. I, I'm just now. All these stories are coming into my mind. Yeah, okay, of how that's another. Oh, here comes piss I'm, cat. Oh, here comes a piss cat. Oh, I've got a fear of cats sometimes. Okay, <laughs> we're coming back, and I'm going to talk about some emotional fear. Okay, so I want to know, we're back to fear. So emotionally, like when have you ever felt fear? Like you, you mentioned before about anxiety. Like what, what do you fear right now? Do you have any fears running through your head? Oh, I've got particular worries about one of my children, which yeah. I won't mention on air. No, of course but not. But that gives me some anxiety. That's rattled me somewhat this last week, yeah. as you know. Um, so around the children, I think probably, again, I hate coming back to my divorce, but it was pivotal. Of course. I had anxiety then. Mm. Um, Did you have a fear of being alone when you were alone? No. That's good. Not a fear of being alone. It was more how to get through all the wade through all the shit you've got mm, to get through you it's know it's a lot right it's a real swearing day today i'm it's feeling so- <laughs> <laughs> i love it she's I'm spilling her tea yeah she's dropped a c-bomb so- in the first five minutes i still can't quite believe it <laughs> so, so okay you're talking about anxiety but have you been like fuck how am i going to do it like i just don't know if i can make it through the divorce would be your pivotable one yes i think yeah, that. It would be like yeah. how, yeah. How I, do you keep going? And that's even when you don't even know until you've gone through it how know, bad right? it is. But that... Did you have a key bestie back then that was pivotal, that helped you? Yeah. Um, yeah, she didn't live here though. So yeah, okay. Yeah, the distance. Yeah, the distance is difficult. Um, and I think, yeah, I, I, that exactly what you said, how am I going to do all of this? Yeah. How am I going to get through it? What am I going to do? Yeah, it just seemed like a... Pushing shit uphill. Literally. And it is. It's fucking scary. When you've gone from having someone and you've been supported and you've supported each other and then you don't, I, yeah, I think I've mentioned this before in the podcast, I really relate to that. I always, in in, in my relationships prior to my 10-year one with my son's mum, I always had a bit of a plan B. Mm. So I was always like, oh, if that doesn't work, I can do this. Yeah, okay, but, bit but of then a safety that, net. Bit of a safety net. So I was always, and because I'm very, um, what's the word? I don't know, resourceful. Mm. I'm kind of like, oh, I can always do that. Um, bounce back. Bounce yeah. back, yeah. And I'm res- oh, not resourceful. Resilient. Resilient, that's the word I was looking for. So I'm resilient little fucker. Mm. But in this particular relationship, I gave it my all. Like we were so, I, I yeah. was done for life, right? And so there wasn't any stone. So you felt hard. When, exactly, yeah. yeah. And so I... 
yeah, there was definitely a few moments for the first time in my life where I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know how to be without mm. that. Like, I don't know if I can do this. And obviously we both have. Yeah. And now that I've done that though, I don't fear much else though. Like, no, for I, me, I actually feel it's a bit like wearing a bulletproof jacket now. 100%. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> deflect, deflect, no, deflect. Yeah, I'm like, fuck off, go yeah. away, go away. That's not getting out. No, I do. And I think when you've gone through something and you've overcome it, you do, you get this. Like, I don't even fear death. Do you fear death? Um, That's a because my dad's not well. I, I think about death quite a lot at the moment, yeah. But you think about him dying or do you fear your yeah, own death? Yeah, I, I, I think... A, Mm, probably not my own I think about his mortality yeah and I knew I I tell you what I feared last year I went to visit him in Spain and I was thinking how am I going to say goodbye Mm. I I kind of thought when I say goodbye to him in Spain could be the last time I see him yeah and I didn't know how I was going to do that that's the last thing I really feared it actually gives me a lump in my throat now yeah it's it I was like how how am I going to do this yeah, it's just exactly. one of those things yeah. in life you have to, to do. do yeah but it was yeah hard it's tough. funny because I'm 47 as we just chatted about I've never lost anyone like I've lost my grandparents um only only I've lost two I've lost a pop and a nan and I lost another pop because there was a ring in pop but I've a ring in pop, ring in pop. Yeah. <laughs> we, we love a little bit Pops of, are us. yeah we love a bit of patchwork family <laughs> over here but I have never lost anyone really close. My uncle passed away, but there was a love-hate relationship there. But really, that's it. And for someone at my age, mm. um, I just lost someone I used to work with recently. But essentially, that's kind of the closest to home I've had to deal with the fear mm. of losing someone. So it's not, I mean, I don't think you can prepare for death, but I don't, like my grandma's 84. Mm. And as a bit of a running joke, in the family we often my nan's so organized she's like organized her funeral what she wants like she, she's been talking about her death for literally five years well i heard a saying don't you know don't be scared of death we all do it very well exactly yeah so i don't fear that happening i've got to be honest not to sound like a twat but like right now except for um like a snake except for physical things getting in my space i don't have any fear oh i know one of my fears is being on the camera oh yes you do and it's kind of like i've worked out what it is we're going to workshop this next week aren't we yeah we are because with me it's very me right yeah you can't run away from the camera what it is is i feel like to be on the camera i need to have x y and z in place yeah okay and that's what I need to get rid of because when Correct. I think I'm going to do it, it's like, well, I'll do it when I get here and then I can be there and then that will be that. Yeah. And so there's all these existential but, but, things. But, but that's how, imagine. Whereas if, you're like, just do it. But, do it on the but, toilet. No, do it. You, <laughs> but let, no, let's break this down, right? Let's do some real life coaching because in reality, that's not what we do at the podcast, right? Mm. We change it up minutes before we go live. Yeah, depending on what mood we're in sometimes. Completely authentic. And so you've got to think of the camera as exactly that. But I 100%. understand it. Like, I totally understand why I've realised. Yeah, I've realised what I do. And, and that's what I have to remove. Yeah. I have to do it like blah, 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 blah. Oh, I just you know. I did I did a story today when you were late out the front. Bloody hell, where's Becky? No, no, no. You want to get crumpets. You want to get crumpets. We have, we have crumpets for lunch, guys. <laughs> by the way, no, but that's a really good one. I think. Um, all right, let's 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 move away from death. But before we close this door, because I want to come back to the more lighter fears. Okay. I 
if I found out today that I had a terminal illness, oh, what? Sorry, why? Oh. What's well, just interesting? I okay, about, I told you I wanted to talk about. Let's fear, go there. But I just don't think I would be. I think I'd be so fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course I'm going to be sad, but I think I'd be like, well, fucking, let's go out with a bang. Yeah, definitely go to that sex party. <laughs> All right, so instead of doing, I'm gonna, so yeah, picture you've got terminal illness and you're going to the sex party, which is planned. It's planned. Yeah, I'm going to one in a couple so, of weeks. So rather than do like your last, if it was your last meal, what would you have, what would you have sexually if oh, you're at the sex question. party? Great um, question. Oh, okay. I Oh, Jesus. What would it be? Um... Okay, so I reckon if I was laying there, I want like a, a voluptuous hot chick that knows what she's doing to be going down on me and then an equally voluptuous woman to be sitting on my face. <laughs> what? You asked a fucking question. <laughs> kind of wishing I had it and now. And then I kind, of want, I kind of want to be doing that, but I want to know that people are watching me. <laughs> what? That's what I want. So if I've got a terminal illness... That's what I want at the sex party. Um, I'm going oh. to one soon. I can't wait. <laughs> anyway, we were going to come back and talk about more light fears. Do you have any fears sexually? Um, no, I don't think so. Yeah, she, like we, what? Oh, P.S. You didn't acknowledge that I sent you that connection to do the pole dancing. I sent. You oh, yes. Yeah, sorry about that. I, sent I think you it a came link. through at night. I've been going to bed very early. <laughs> I know. She's been deserting me. I'm a, I'm a night owl, guys. Like I am. I normally am. It's the cooler weather. I like to have a bath. You know me. I like to have yeah, a bath. A I go up to my little, little my little apartment up there and yeah, little <laughs> sanctuary. Settle down. Oh, yeah. God. No one can no one can get me for anything. Um okay, so we'll move away from the heavy stuff, but ultimately I just feel What's like- your sexual fear then? Um a man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, chasing me with no, big dick. you've got you've got confessions. I I forgot about that in housekeeping. We might have to uh we might no, have, but to I didn't add, have sex with them. No. Do you want to spill that tea? I am going to spill that tea. All right, you look you're spilling it now. You're going to hang on to it. <laughs> I I pashed a boy. I pashed two <gasps> boys. She pashed two men. Nikki. No, but it was like one I was blind drunk. <laughs> it was October last year. And I don't know why I did that one when we were out. And I was out at nightclubs in Sydney. It was, it was, you know, it was one of those. It nights. was one of those. But I will say that I passed a man. It got a bit physical, and I was passing the woman at the same time. Remember? Yeah. And still, he, he was just getting a bit fiddly, fiddly. It was kind of hot. It was kind of hot. And then I did pass another man. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the other one. Yeah, but that was yeah, that was uncalled for. Oh God. See how are we just always back on my dirt. Elements for Success is a company started by Kylie. We had the privilege of meeting Kylie back at episode 37, so we know firsthand how passionate she is around all things leadership. Now, whether you're leading yourself or others, you first must understand yourself, and she is absolutely incredibly amazing at this. Elements for Success offers infinite leadership program, 21-day Lead Yourself Challenge, and they have exclusive consulting services. Elements for Success also offers a range of family inclusion and disability advocacy services. These guys are like experts in this field. They also don't stop there. They've actually got a venue hire place, which is located in Brisbane called The Green Room. 
these guys have given Your Say listeners a discount code. The discount code is Your Say. You can actually get 12 coaching sessions for the price of 10. You can join them on Instagram, Elements Number 4 Success, or find them on the web, Elements Number 4 Success.com.au. Okay, so we were talking about fear. Yeah. Then we were talking about you being a spit roast with a terminal illness. <laughs> everyone was watching. I love the word digress and don't we digress. Sometimes it's so hard, guys, to oh. name the episode because we just cover so much ground. But um I'm keen for that. I'm keen for that sex party. I bet you are now. You've just been t- But now <laughs> I'm like, well, now I've got a vision. All right, so back to fear. I want to talk about like I just want to tell everyone okay. now, Yep. sorry to interrupt you, but I now know two unicorns. Oh, yes. Who would have thought at the beginning of this year Yeah. I would know? Two. You know two, two unicorns. Two unicorns I know now. Mm. You're one. I won't I say need who to, the other yeah, one is. I need to start shitting glitter because I haven't had a... <laughs> I haven't had a good going in a while. But um I want to talk about fear around rides or oh. like like I've I've um jumped out of two planes. Oh, have skydive about you. Yeah, did yeah, I've skydived twice. I did it when I was like 18 and incidentally a person passed away. The chute didn't open and ordered the emergency chute at the same place I did it the week before. Oh. And so my grand, I remember my grandparents came and watched. They're such such good people. They always come watch. And they're like, Nikki, you can't do it, you can't do it, can't do it. Anyway, I did it. I can't really remember that time. But then I did it again. But that, I didn't have fear around that. I felt great. That was yeah, just right. adrenaline. The yeah. Adrenaline junkie. Are you an adrenaline junkie? No, I am not. Gee, aren't we all surprised at home hearing <laughs> that? <laughs> what about um what about rides? Do you like rides? No, I oh Do you, do you don't know like what? rides? The last ride I went on. What are those things? And it was at a fun fair. It was in the UK. That's how you long call ago. it a fun fair. Fun fair. It was at a fun fair, yeah. Oh, we call and it and it was in a carnival, we call it. Like two thousand and one. Yes. And it was one of those things where there's tunnels and they go one goes one way, one goes the other kind of thing. A tunnel? Yeah, it's like and you, you get on it and you have to try and walk Oh, okay. You have to try and walk through it. Well, I got stuck. I was bringing down kids. I I could not get through right it myself, and the man had to turn it off. Oh, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, God, that was the last ride I went. What on. about like roller coasters, giant no. drop? No. Just won't go on them. No, I don't like them. Oh fuck! Can I tell you, if I was at a theme park with you, I'd get so frustrated. Yeah, I don't like theme parks. Full stop. Oh well, that answers that fucking question. <laughs> So no uh, surprises here. I love rides. I love rides. But in terms of fear, there's a ride, I think it's still there at Dreamworld, and it's called the Giant Drop. And it's a massive pole all the way in the sky. And you go up and you're all on these different seats and you sit up there and then you just can see the view, right? And then eventually it drops, right? The fear you have sitting up the top of that like i can just remember holding on so tight in case the seatbelt broke when it dropped yeah. or what if the like what if the conveyor belt broke or the brakes didn't oh, work you've just reminded me there's another one there's an it's like another funfair one right that's like at um brighton on the pier oh yes i've been there and you go on it and it goes over it goes over the edge yeah, of the pier water. i've been oh, on that yuck i've been on that and <gasps> i just think yuck that's when i used to have sex with men i had a sex with a man in brighton did you oh, why does it always keep coming back to sex with men today it does <laughs> horrific okay so i would like like i love rides and mm-hmm. i'm a bit of a theme park look I, I 
I like a theme park. I will just say that I take my own food and when we live on the Gold Coast, you buy the pass, so it's quite yeah. free, quite free, quite cheap when you do go back. I do love the water parks, but my youngest one, he's too young to come on anything. So yeah, I go. Short, but do you know what I'm going to do? I should have done this on my birthday. <gasps> Maybe I could sneak off like tomorrow afternoon. I need to go by myself straight to all the single riders' lines. Single rider, single rider, bang, straight to the front. There's like four beautiful <laughs> new theme park, uh, not theme park, roller coasters at Movie World that I want to do. Well, make sure you take some footage. I'm going to do it. Gonna I'm going to do it. Content. So I'm going to do it. I could just go there tomorrow morning. Go for it. Yep, I'm going to do it. I love <laughs> it. I love it. Okay, so what else? Any other ride stories? Any other fear around? Not that I can Have you bungee jumped? No. So you've done nothing like that? No. Oh, I've bungee jumped. No, yuck. It just doesn't appeal to me. Why would I? No. Okay, so while we're talking less about emotional fear and more about physical fear, mm -hmm. I do remember Dakota's dad had a motorbike, a very fast motorbike, yep. and I'm not a really great rider. <laughs> In any sense of the in word. Any sense of the word, yes. See, again, sex is men. Um, and there was one time that we were down the beach. I, I would have been in my early 20s, so he would have been like early 30s. And we were riding at over 300 k's an hour oh. on a freeway. And I didn't even have proper clothes on. I had like a fucking oh. midriff thing. And I remember looking down and seeing the speedometer and I remember thinking, I could die right now. Yeah, I had an ex. That, that was that was a big amount of fear. That had a motorbike, and I I would go on it. I hated it because the helmet would mess up your hair, right. your earrings would hurt. Yeah, no. <gasps> I just thought of a great story. Okay. Oh, this is a great story. Okay, this was okay. So let's just paint the picture. I'm in Victoria. I'm 18. I drove a Nissan Pulsar. It's my first car, and me and three girlfriends. This is me, like full adventurer. Let's go to the Grampians. Right, everyone's as like, you do. as you do, eighteen. So your daughter's age, at my son's age, and so that's a big deal, right? Your parents are like, well, where are you going? How many nights? Yep. You don't have mobiles back then, right? Yeah, gosh. so off you go. No one can contact you. You go off, and so we go down the Great Ocean Road, and we're touring, and it's all just very lovely. And we get to Halls Gap. No, this was no. We get to the first place we stayed might have been Warnable, and then we get to Halls Gap. And it's just near the grandkids. We're going to do big walks and things the next day. And typical Nikki, everyone's like, well, should we book? No, 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 no. We don't need to book. We don't need to book. So we have our first <laughs> night in the caravan park and then our second night we're at Hall's Gap. And I can, I'm just vividly remembering this. And I was kind of the boss of those types of adventures. And so I walk into a hotel. I'm like, we just need two rooms. We're sharing. No, no, all booked out. There was some fucking running festival on or something. And Bloody runners. Yeah. So it's just like, this is not happening. And I was like, oh, really? Okay. And I'm like, oh, we're a bit stuck now. And I think from memory, this was back like a lot of years ago, 25 years ago. There, I don't think we, I don't know why I know this, but we didn't have much petrol. And I feel like it was such a small town that we couldn't get fuel. So we kind of had to stop there for the night. And I remember saying to him, I'm like, oh, is there anywhere else? Like we've, we're really stuck. And he's like, oh, actually I've got a, um, oh. I've, I've got like a cabin out, it's a little bit out of town, but it's a two-bedroom cabin. Let me make a phone call. And and so I was like, oh, okay, anyway. Sounded a bit Twin Peaks 100%, now. very Twin Peaks. And it was back when Twin Peaks existed. <laughs> so I run out to the car. I found something, girls. Found so I go back in. The guy's like, yep, 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 sweet. Here's the key. So we pay whatever we pay. And so off we go. We get in our little car. And so we get our food and drinks and everything. And then we arrive at this little 
cabin and it's like legitimately it's probably eight to ten k so we're in the middle of nowhere there was a little row of houses on this street but it's very twin peaks so we settle in we get unpacked and everything and there's an open fire mm-hmm. right oh not an open fire a, yeah it was an open fire big open fire so i'm like the fire starter so i'm getting the fire sorted and then we decide um I think we're playing a game. We must have been playing, who knows what we were playing, Truth or Dare or something. Anyway, we're sitting in the lounge room. We've had dinner and stuff and we're all sitting down. And I don't know why. This is exactly what happened. We're sitting there. And all of a sudden I went, and I remember my friend's name was Charlene. I was like, Charlene, is that door locked? And so you opened the front door directly into the lounge room where we were sitting, like one of those little fibro Mm -hmm. places. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's locked. And I was pretty anal back then about things being locked. And then I went, oh, are you sure? Can you just check it? And she's like, Nikki, it's locked. I go, can you please just check it? And she's like, oh. Anyway, she leant back. It was that close to her that she could lean back and it wasn't locked, right? And so she pushed the button. Anyway, we keep playing our game. Next thing you know, I don't know, it must have been an hour later, <laughs> on the door, open the fucking door. I'm going to fucking kill you. We are in the middle as you can imagine, right? This is in that moment. This is what happened. It just came out of nowhere, right? So, this is what happened. Friend number one, Kate, she went and ran under the bed of one of the bedrooms, and that's what she did. I was like, "Fuck!" So I picked up the fire pick. So my initial reaction was, "Hurt You're them, gonna fight! I'm gonna fucking kill them." My other friend, Gria, she ended up with like the Mortine spray, like. <laughs> A big can of, him. A big can of his spray. And then my friend Charlene at the time was studying psychology. She goes straight up near the door and says, oh, hello, I think you might have the wrong door. So she starts talking and then she's kind of like, don't speak, don't speak. Like we need to calm him down. Like we don't want him to know there's four fucking young girls in this fucking cabin. He's like, I know you're in there. Yeah, blah, blah. So this guy is just like banging the door. The door is shaking, right? And I'm standing there with the pick ready to go. Anyway, she ends up chatting to him, chatting to him. The fear in that moment, like mm. I thought we were gone, right? Like I thought we're fucked. Yeah, even though you're in front of me, I'm like, what's hap- what happened? <laughs> yeah. So Charlene eventually just kept chatting to him, chatting to him. He's like, you need to calm down. You've got the wrong house. He thought his girlfriend was in there. Oh. I know she's in there. She's fucking in it. So this guy was clearly intoxicated, number one. Two, Gosh. You, you, we learned quite quickly he didn't want us. He thought someone yeah. else was in there. So the fear went from there's an axe murderer in the woods to this guy's just fucked. So he did, I think he ended up, she calmed him down and convinced him to go to the next door neighbor's house. So there was a neighboring house, but it was quite far away. Anyway, she eventually got him to go. He came back again. By then we'd moved all of the um, mattresses into the lounge room. We decided we were going to sleep in shifts. And he did come back a second time and then she ended up getting him to push on. And we could see him walk off. You could see he was intoxicated. But that was, and I I can remember, clearly we were like putting it to a vote. Do we stay put? Or do we go? Or do we go, right? And so two of them, I can't remember which two, but two of us wanted to go. But I remember the fuel being a problem. I'm like, we don't have enough petrol to get to the next town. Now, just for the young ones that are listening, like you got to imagine, we don't have mobile phones. The Mm. internet doesn't exist. It's mad, isn't it? It's just like, just think about that. So we've got a map, right? We have a map going, oh, I think the next town, and we Mm. don't know if the petrol station's open. And back then petrol stations weren't 24 hours. Forgot about that story. Hall's Gap. So, Nikki. Yes. 
Any other fears around? So you don't have a fear of flying. You love all that. You love, I love bungee jumping. Yeah, I like all that. I tell you what I do have a fear of. Okay. I Look, I don't love boats. Oh, I don't like boats. And I, I don't like small spaces. So I love all the things we've just mentioned, but I did try scuba diving once. Oh. And I freaked. Did you? Yes. Oh, I think I'd freak. So I was down below, down below, down below, and I had practised it in the pool and then you graduate to the ocean. We're on the Great Barrier Reef. And I was with my then first girlfriend and we were under the water and I just had this, and I can remember overwhelmingly, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. Yeah. And I got, you know, in that fear and you go like a child, I'm like, I want to come up, I want to come up. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so I'm down below and I'm trying to like paddle up really quickly and the guy came over and he literally grabbed both my hands and he's like, with his hand is calm down calm down and i'm like <laughs> oh. and so i pulled the thing out of my mouth and then he's just like and i'm just like mate fucking we were down low but take i'm like up. fucking take me up and i remember him putting it back in my mouth and he grabbed my hands and he just kept going like this calm like talking to me with his hands you can't fucking speak underwater and i was like <laughs> like i'm just like fucking take me up and he's like mm -mm. and he just kept saying no and i was getting really oh. fucking agitated and then he was like i got you like and he calmed me down he got my breathing back you know and then i ended up swimming around with him the whole time but i kept everything he's like you're okay you okay and i must have swam with him for half an hour so i stayed with him the whole time and oh. ended up doing it when i got up i ripped that fucking thing out of my did you give him what for? Well, oh, no, because I think, I mean, I'd paid a lot of money to do it. So I think that was his, <sighs> as if I came back, I would never do scuba diving again. Would you ever do one of those cages like with the sharks? No fucking up? way. Yeah, right. I mean, I watch a lot of shark movies. Yeah. But no, I wouldn't do anything like that. So anything, that's another, actually there's a fear. So often my ex is a surfer and I can surf. And if we ever went to Byron on a holiday or whatever, I'd get my longboard out. And I definitely, when I'm out the back of the waves about to catch one in, I definitely have a fear of sharks when I'm out there. And that's because I watch so many shark movies. I'm just not on ocean. Like I, I, know, I love this is that, why it blows my mind that you love the yeah. Goldie so much. Oh, I love the ocean, but I'm not a um. Like I get the same feeling. You know how we're all kind of drawn to the ocean, like the yeah. beach, and it's. But I'm not. I, I don't feel the need to be in the ocean. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. I love being near it and, yeah. and seeing it. Yeah. But I don't feel the need yeah. to be in the ocean. Like yeah. a lot of people crave that, don't they? Oh, I'm going oh, to go an yeah. ocean swim. I do too. Yeah, I do. I love getting in and under it. I have had a, I've had a couple of near misses in the ocean. I've been caught in a rip and pushed right, right out before. Mm. And if I hadn't known what to do, like I could have died. Like you, I can see then why you've drowned. I think I've been caught in two rips. So subsequently now I won't go out past touching. So I'll go out to here and then when the wave comes, I can't touch and then I've got to move back in. And now, I mean, my kids are much stronger swimmers than me. So I, yeah, I love the beach and I love swimming in it, but I do out over my head, I get a bit, a bit scary, a bit fear of yeah. sharks. Yuck. Well, they are there. Well, they are there. I mean, I had no fear when, I mean, we used to swim in our canal every other day. I didn't fear them then. Yeah, I remember when I first moved over here and um, on the canal and, and next to one neighbour coming up and going, you're not going to let the kids swim in there, are you? Oh. And I was like, no. And they were like, there's sharks in there. They, you know what, they go on about it though. So in reality, and I've Googled this many a times, there's been one fatality in the canals in 32 years and it was mm. an old guy that used to swim across every day and then on his 78th birthday, I think it was, he, he died, right? 
And that made the news probably 10, 15 years but ago. But they've caught them locally around here, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they're that in there. Lake Orr. Yeah, yeah, yeah they they're are. in there. There's no doubt they're in there. And we lived on the canal. So this is when I say I swim, I wouldn't swim across the canal. So we would go in, I would like dive off. We had a little pontoony thing. So I would mm. jump in it and then get out. Um, I wouldn't do it at dusk and I wouldn't do it at yeah. sunrise. I will. I can confirm there are sharks there because we had our balcony and mm. we would sleep with them open. You'd hear them at night. So you could hear them thrashing. Did you used yeah. to hear them? We were on the water. Well, I always, yeah, we were on the water, and I always hear um, fish splashing. You know, they yeah. they go for the um, yeah the bugs. Mm. Um, we had dolphins. We had dolphins. We had, ours was a dead end, not a dead end. Yeah, it was a dead end eventually, but we had dolphins stuck in there for three months. We had dolphins. Oh wow! Yeah, it was amazing. Oh, three months. Um, but they didn't get eaten by sharks, and you'd see them. You'd go. I never. I'll tell this story very quickly. It's got nothing to do with fear, but. My mum was up from Melbourne and we're sitting there and she said, oh, do you ever get, this is without a word of a lie, we're sitting on our balcony and overlooked this most beautiful canal and she said, do you ever get sharks or dolphins? We're having this conversation and I said, no, no, there's plenty of sharks and I said, oh, our next door neighbour said that there was a dolphin in there 10, 15 years ago. She goes, oh, wouldn't that be amazing? And then she seriously, we were talking about it, she stopped and she goes, you're kidding. (laughs) She points and there's, two dolphins and then three little baby ones and then that was when they got stuck for three months so they kept going up but they couldn't get out which was yeah and we called everyone and eventually um they found their way out but they were stuck in there for months they couldn't coach them out (laughs) because they for them to get back out to the seaway so we were all the way down here in mermaid so they had been swimming in the canals for a long Mm. time so they had to go all the way back up to the spit yeah to get themselves out to the ocean so they're a long way from home. Yeah, they were. Gosh. So, yeah, fear of that. And, look, in general, just like caving, I could never do that caving or that claustrophobia. Oh, no. You know where they go in those little yeah, spaces? Yeah, no, I couldn't do that. No. Yuck. Oh, no. just the thought of it. No, I think I, I think I have mild claustrophobia. Yeah. I never used to be funny with heights, but now Same, I am a bit. you get a bit older. Yeah. Yeah. Like if people are on a balcony and they're too, I'm like, ooh, it makes oh, me feel balcony. funny. You know what I'd love to do? You know, in Las Vegas, I haven't been there since I was a child, but in Vegas they have all those rides and they're on the top of the buildings and they go out over. Now, I would be so scared and have so much fear around that, but fuck, I'd do it. (gasps) Imagine doing it if you had like an ecstasy tablet or something. Nikki. Oh, sorry. All right, well, I think that's enough on fear. Yeah, it's, made, it's given me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, it has it? No, do you yeah. know what? This is this is my closing words. Oh, I'm so happy I don't really fear anything right now. I probably fear a broken heart, and I think that long-term I might find it hard to fall again. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. that. that. So in reality, I don't fear anything physical. I just know that my life will always work out. And emotionally... I think when I do fall hard in love with someone, that will be a little bit of a scary territory for me. Mm. But aside from that, keep the fucking snakes away and Just I think I'm good. keep the snakes away and um, enjoy Get me to the sex post. party. Yeah, get me to that <laughs> sex party. God, everyone's got to fucking keep tuning in. We've got a lot of good shit going on in the next few weeks. And I've just signed up to be a guest speaker. It's just all happening. We've got you two guest spots. Oh, two guest another one. spots. Yeah. yeah, I'm going global. <laughs> um, so any wrap-ups for you? Any fears? Oh, you're going to conquer your fear next week, getting on yeah, camera. Yeah, I'm doing my camera workshop. Do some camera workshop. Yeah, that's going to be good. Um, it is interesting, though, how I do kind of – I've kind of worked out why – I or not why I don't like it but 
why it is I need to have X, Y, and Z in place. It's so funny. Whereas I should just go for it. But I'm like that. I like the T's crossed, the but, I's but dotted. All, but that's also my personality. All, but, but that no. But that's all. That's what you do when you've got a fear around it, or you don't. It's like mm. procra- it's like procrastinating. Like Absolutely. when you when you've got to do your assignments and you go to the library, you're like oh, but I've got to clean. I've got to this. I've got to that. That's just how we work. Yeah, I do the same. Yeah, yeah. You should oh, always do the assignments. Sorry, oh, fear of assignments. You, but you should always do the thing that you put off over and over yep. again and then usually it takes five minutes and you're like why the fuck yeah it's like shaving your legs you Did go it? oh and then when you do it, it takes two minutes mm, it's true oh god all right guys bye for now see ya elements for success is a company started by kylie We had the privilege of meeting Kylie back at episode 37, so we know firsthand how passionate she is around all things leadership. Now, whether you're leading yourself or others, you first must understand yourself, and she is absolutely incredibly amazing at this. Elements for Success offers infinite leadership program, 21-day Lead Yourself Challenge, and they have exclusive consulting services. Elements for Success also offers a range of family inclusion and disability advocacy services. These guys are like experts in this field. They also don't stop there. They've actually got a venue hire place, which is located in Brisbane called The Green Room. These guys have given Your Say listeners a discount code. The discount code is Your Say. You can actually get 12 coaching sessions for the price of 10. You can join them on Instagram, Elements, number four, success, or find them on the web elements number 4 successcomau